Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the crew finally caught up with Bandon Doba. They faced him and his second in close quarters with blasters, axes, and fists coming into play. Vorin ended things dramatically by finishing off Doba. The rest of his crew surrendered and Godin was reunited with his sister. Berwin took control of the remaining crew and their potential bounties, as well as the secret stash of spice. While Vorin took control of the YV-666, though he trails behind with a busted hyperdrive. A big payout is coming, but big changes with it. The question right now is, what will the hut pay? Find out on this week's episode, Making Droids and Influencing Huts. Black sunrise, ten lost sheep. The alliance is poor and the packs are weak. Crimson dawn. Way too weird And the Empire's always late The Silver's and Consortium But I don't want to work with Boss But we got bills that cannot wait What does a heart pay? Credit, 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 credit what does a heart pay? Spice, 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 Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently, we are playing Trouble Brewing, and it can be found in the Edge of the Empire core book. And this is episode 13. I'm Ben, the GM for the adventure. Yes, hello? Is this Little Keto's? This scan is sorry, the reception is not so good inside this asteroid. Cav would like to order two large Bantha and Meluron pizzas. Oh, and a side of cheesy Nerf sticks. Yes, the address is The Sky is on Fire. It is a YT-2000 freighter inside of an asteroid. Here are the coordinates. The delivery being can't miss it. Uh, hello? Um, I just got an automated notification... That you've billed my uh, cred stick for an outrageous delivery charge? I don't. I don't think. Uh, no. Yes, Cav is part of my crew. No, I'm not Cav. I'm Barrowin, and the captain, and financier. And apparently now I have to go discipline someone. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Lara Cav's victory pizzas. I am unfamiliar with the tradition of victory pizzas, but have you heard perhaps of the pre-fight donut? No, tell Cav more. Well, firstly, I am Billy. Yes, Cav knows this. Secondly, it is a donut you have before a fight. It's like moral support. Cav will have to remember this. Yeah, the fight's over, Billy. Why would you tell Cav that now? Because with the way things go in this place, I would assume that there would be another one upcoming. Fair enough, fair enough. That makes sense. Cav is a lot of biscuits. There is, I believe, a stash of biscuits... On the top shelf, behind the refrigeration unit. Really? Vorin left them there. Where the hull breach was? And after all that mess, we've left poor Brit. (laughs) I was just trying to think if it was uncouth to do my intro in sort of a Russian accent, but I think I won't. Oh no, do it. We we support accents! Do it! Yeah, you're you're filling the accent slot in the group. Oh, I'll try. Do what you want. David was going to be angry. <laughs> no, he it. would love it. No, you. no, David, I think we'll just giggle at it. And on this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way, 
The part of Mr. David Pickering will be played by the human Brit. That is not to say a, a British human, but a human that is named Brit. And that is all the information you get on that. I'm so sorry, David. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another question. Today, we'll get Kev to ask. Kev would like to know, what is Billy's happiest memory? I would suppose that it would be sometime after Verin had won me from my previous master and was trying to explain how I was to be my own being. I did not properly understand at the time. I have since learned much. But to prove his point, he purchased me this jacket. She kind of straightens the lapels. And said this was mine. And that being mine meant that I had my own being to have possessions that were no one else's. While Billy was talking, Cav's mandibles split open that in that horrifying smile. And Cav will go ahead and sort of like reach out and sort of just like touch the material of the jacket just very like gently and say, this jacket looks good on Billy. Thank you. It's like pleather or something, you know that? <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's not even pleather, it's, it's that plastic that is leather pressed. No, I'm kidding. It's crushed velvet. We all know that. So soft. Cav? I believe it is impolite to stroke people without their permission. Billy would be correct. Cat will stop now. I have a feeling that this is like a learned response from Billy. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening this gand, Billy. You are quite welcome. Our destiny pool for this evening is three light side points and one dark side point. The sky on fire drops out of hyperspace in front of the planet of... Slayheron. The hyperspace jump has taken just a couple of hours, and before you, you see a planet that's heavily industrialized with many spaceports and many, many urban areas and belching refinery districts. Few areas of the planet are free from its urban sprawl, and those that are are simply because of how remote they are as well as being riven by volcanic upheaval and lined with jagged spires of basalt slag. All of a sudden, the communications start pinging. Ping, ping, ping. Hello. This is Slayheron Control. Freighter Sky on Fire, state your destination and purpose of visit. Uh, do we have a specific destination on the planet? Saying that you're here to see Thakba? Okay, so that that seems like a reasonable thing to do, not a... Oh, we'll get arrested immediately for engaging in organized crime kind of situation. You're in hut space. Okay, just checking. And just for your own knowledge, Slayheron is just on the inside of hut space towards the north. Okay. We're here to see Thakpa. Uh, we've got a little bit of bounty-related business with him. Most certainly. Please sit down on the... Rackage Spaceport. Authorities will be there to inspect commercial goods. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Yeah. Good. Good. Goodbye. Beep. Um, Berwin. Yes. Did that being say inspection? He did. Yes. Berwin, what does the crew do with all of the glitter stuff? Uh, throw a tarp over it. Berwin, Cap does not want these authorities to arrest the crew. <laughs> The authorities are likely to look underneath a tarp. All right, then let's, uh... Hmm, leaving it in orbit probably doesn't make much sense. Uh, Ben, I have a couple questions. Yo. Uh, actually, you know what? I don't need to ask one of those questions because I'm going to do this. I'm going to flip a light side point. As Cav starts to look over these, uh, these crates... Given their previous location, uh, I'm guessing they were already vacuum sealed, but I want to say uh, they have kind of a magnetic um, sort of clamp on them. Not only that, the side of them says Biscuit Baron Bantha Biscuit Uncooked Patties on the side. Ew. The house? Do they transport them? No, fair enough, but... Okay. Uh, I've worked at Burger King in real life. I know what this looks like. Um... <laughs> Hmm. The crew could lie, or the crew could hide these 
crate where uh, where the authorities will not think to look. As much as I'm sure that Varun would love to talk his way out of this, let's let's try to hide the boxes. Don't worry, Cat knows just the place. Just as Berwin enters the atmosphere, descends slowly. Billy raises her hand, standing in the doorway. <laughs> yes, Billy? I believe they only said they were going to inspect commercial goods. And? <laughs> Billy, Billy kind of cranes her neck to one side and looks at Berwin and looks at Cav. I will wait near the door. And just goes and... Thanks, Billy. There's, there's like one of those little flight attendant seats next to our door. She just folds it down and sits. Oh, B- Billy... Actually, Cav could use Billy's assistance. Yeah, Cav's gonna need somebody to help uh, throw the crates out the window. <laughs> no, Cav, Cav is thi- These crates have mechanical clamps. Cav is going to attach them to the top of a hole. Hmm, okay. Um, question? Yes. What happens if they look on the top of the ship? Why would the authorities look on the top of the ship? I mean, if it's a spaceport, they may have cameras that are above the top of the ship. The planet also has a billion people. This is going into, like, the shipping docks outside, say, Portland. I do not believe the port authorities on a planet where a hut is in power would pay too much attention, lest they risk ruining their own... Oh, what was, what was it they used to say at the table? Future prospects, like breathing. Oh, that would be important to other beings. Yes, not to us. So... Breathing, breathing. I mean, if they can't breathe, they can't breathe either, to be fair. So. <laughs> well, that's not true, because Cav doesn't breathe. And in theory, Cav can breathe. Have you ever seen Cav breathe? <laughs> Let's not go down this road. It's unprovable. <laughs> Cam's working on it. <laughs> okay, um... They're gonna look at the crates. Billy doesn't think we should worry about it. Full stop. Uh, can we make some sort of, um... Easy streetwise. streetwise. Okay. Easy streetwise. Billy, this is all you. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, who's making it? Yeah, you have the highest cunning and the highest streetwise in the party right now. I will assist. I've got a one in streetwise, so... I'll throw you a boost. Okay. Okay. Um, so streetwise is cunning is three. I have two ranks. I get a boost from Barrowin? Yes. Because you have a higher or at least an equal and a higher, you get a boost. Yeah, both both of your stats are higher than mine in this case. Because I'm taller than you. Exactly. Yep, that's what cunning means. Aww. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, we're gonna regret missing that. <laughs> okay. This might be the best role we've had this entire campaign. I'm, I'm willing to say it is, yes. Especially considering Leslie's right. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Okay, so for my easy streetwise, where I've already made one assumption, I am proven deeply correct because I got three success, two advantage, one triumph. So, for the successes, I am going with... Yes, this is a hut world. Most things that are legal or unsavory are traded in the open here. Yes, glitter stim is just a commercial good. A couple advantages means they might be wanting to have a sale tax on it for if you are selling it on planet. The triumph? Is there anything you want to use a triumph on? Um, given Billy's source and experience with the underworld perhaps she remembers a certain nudge nudge wink wink to get them to realize they don't want to mess with our our stock to avoid such sales tax okay i'll go with that actually i'd absolutely go with that Well, fine but cav is still going to activate the magnetic clamps click they all go chunk and magnetize to each other in a giant bar of crate We'll just uh, we'll just keep that one in our back pocket just in case. Okay, Cavus trying to help. Barrowin will take the ship down. As you land, you see a, a twilight, a pink-skinned twilight who is just standing there, has the robes of 
with like a name tag and official looking uh, emblems as they're standing there just sort of watching the sky and fire come down to sort of not exactly tapping their foot but like just waiting peacefully all right Bill, billy's billy's in the flight attendant seat next to the main door well let's uh get this done barwin will head to the uh ramp and, and lower it billy billy should come with for the talking to the twilight i think well, thank you for coming to the Grand pl- Hut Planet of Sleheron. I am here to inspect the cargo and make sure that no noxious plants nor uh, fauna are brought to the planet unaccounted for. And I am here to also make mention that lending fees paid to the Dockmaster are 100 credits for the week. Very well. We'll uh, make sure that that gets where it needs to go. Um, noxious fauna. Does that count? Does that include Gand? No. Excuse, Cav. Not in our experience. No. Okay, good. We should be fine then. Cav is sort of in the background, like lifting up an arm. I don't think sniffing because I don't think Gand have noses. <laughs> Do you have like sensory feelers? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or do I, no, I no, no. You do the touch taste. You kind of touch your arm and then lick your fingers. I'm like I don't, I don't taste poisonous. Calf smells good. If you'd be so kind as to show me any of the cargo that you might be looking to sell on our planet. If you would follow us this way. Step back. Guide. Gesture. The Twilight looks at the crates. Looks at who you're here to see. And sees the gestures that Billy has made. Oh, oh! I'll also, don't mind the corpse over there. I think I think we probably have the corpse in a room somewhere. No, the corpse is in its own refrigerated crate. <laughs> it's, it's in a duffel bag in the corner. I was sort of figuring in like a freezer or something. No, we eat out of that. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> you guys, you you told Billy to take care of it, and Billy just put it in the refrigeration cooler. It does look like everything here is in order. Thank you very much, and please, before you. Uh, leave the spaceport. Make sure that your docking fees are paid in full. Thank you. Have a good day. Hundred credits, no problem. The crew will have thousands when the crew is done here. Does she mean before we leave the spaceport while we're on the planet? Like, before we walk away from the bay? Yes. Yeah, because not paying that is kind of like, you know, not feeding your parking meter. Pretty much. Pretty much. Except at your house. In that case, Cab does not know what the crew is going to do. The crew is doomed. Barrowin has 235 credits in her pocket. Billy has a considerable amount somewhere. Cab has 300 credits that are already earmarked. Oh, I see. Cav could help. <laughs> no, Barrowin will pay the 100. Well, in case all, all of this goes awry, Cav still wants to be able to build a child. Cav, such terminology is rather disconcerting. Why? That's not how relationships with biologics work in Billy's head. <laughs> but she can't explain it, so she kind of gestures at herself and then gestures at you and then... Never mind. But Billy, building a droid is creating life. Billy's still not 100% convinced of that, but that's great. If you say so. All right, let's head to the hut. Wait, wait, Cav needs to pick out an outfit. Cav's going to go back to Cav's quarters. Cav, you knew we were doing this. Couldn't you have picked out an outfit already? We are leaving. If you do not catch up with us before we Cav finish paying, we will leave you behind. <laughs> Barrowin's going to give Billy a, like, nod of respect. <laughs> so Billy's going to look at Barrowin. Sometimes I believe you need to use what is called <laughs> tough love. And she just starts walking away. Cav does not like being the only child aboard. <laughs> Cav will will uh, kind of run after them shortly thereafter. Cav is still wearing sunglasses. Cav is still wearing the like bright orange boots from the coveralls. Uh, but Cav has actually put on a a mostly like clean uh, kind of dress sort of thing, and uh, you guess some sort of like slacks. Do you think they're like maybe cargo pants underneath it? But it actually looks like Cav is trying to be somewhat presentable. It looks odd. Oh, and the colors are all still mishmashed. It's like a blue dress and like 
green sl- like green cargo pants or something <laughs> with the orange boots and the purple carapace. That's entirely a felt fedora. Uh, actually, that's a good question. Is is like is Vern's stuff still aboard? Vern was taking the other ship. I thought. Has Vern packed up? I can't imagine. No, but he he's taken all of his crap because let's be honest, Vern's gonna have the closet of a teenage girl. Fair. Okay, in that in that case, Cav would have totally have rated it, and Cav is wearing a blazer that is too tight for Cav. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and. <laughs> Has a fedora. <laughs> and since it's got to fit over the leku, it's a considerably sized fedora, so it works on your big old bug head. Yep. I am not going to explain what has happened to Vern's favorite blazer if there's damage done, Cav. That will be your task. Well, well when Cav is done, Cav will have so many credits, Cav will pay Vern back. But Cav, it's very important that Cav makes a good impression upon Thakba. Indeed. She, she has no words. She's just gonna gonna walk over. And Cav like makes a motion to like try to button the blazer like Cav has seen Burn do a lot, but it doesn't reach. And then Cav just sort of like tries to play it off smoothly. Like that I, I didn't mean to do that at all. What kind of arms does Cav have? Like skinny or kinda muscly? I don't Uh kinda fat. <laughs> like it's not really muscly, but they're not exactly skinny either. <laughs> Okay, I was just wondering. Cat's could... carapace is a little loose in those areas. I was, I was just wondering if you could do the the 1980s rolled up blazer sleeves, but if you're kind of chunky in the arm parts, not so much. Uh, well, to make matters worse, the sleeves are also too long. It's just that Cav is too wide. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh, one mild question before everyone decides to head off from the spaceport are you taking your cargo directly to thakba or like waiting and doing a transfer after or i i think we probably wait until we know that thakba wants it fair thakba basadi Tiori is one of the many hot kingpins who make their home on uh Celeron, and he is far from the most important he is well known enough and the party has no problem finding directions to his palatial mansion, which lies a short distance from the largest spaceport. On seeking an audience with the hut, you've been brought inside and are greeted by the porcine Gamorian gods, and are brought to a holding room that has a fine selection of drinks and treats, and presided over by the demonic-looking uh, Major Domo of Molt Drudest. Molt? Yep. Like, like, molting? Yeah. Like, like, yep, like Molt. Drudest. Okay, I mean, he sounds like he's a Deveronian, so he's probably not literally molting. <laughs> he just has a weird you name. don't know, Deveronians might molt. I'm pretty sure they don't. Why do old Deveronians have stupid names? <laughs> <laughs> On account of this Definitely was speciest. of the twenty I went through, this was the least dumb name. <laughs> He's like a druggist, but druid. Yeah, that was sort of the reason why I went with him. Please, Diori will be most glad to have someone here about the bounty on Dopa. Great. Well, we have good news. So, um, you know, earliest convenience before things start going bad. Oh, it's going to take a long time for this food to spoil. Really, if you're wanting to get, like, drink or food, this would be a good time. Otherwise, a short time later, Molt comes in and motions for you to join them in the reception room of uh, this hut. We head in. You see Thakba on, on a reclining lounge. He is a particularly bulbous and slimy green hut. And he speaks in a rumbling and gargling Huttese, which is ably translated by his personal 3PO unit, which is in a uh, matching green, but absolutely polished. And you can see many people around. Two things. One, Cav will, as we're kind of walking up, Cav will take off Cav's hat and do... You think it's supposed to be a curtsy, but it doesn't like 
there's really not a lot of grace to it. The other thing is Cav, Cav's eyes do settle on the protocol droid, and Cav is, given the distance, Cav's trying to do the best kind of evaluation Cav can do. Like, has this seemed like a recent model? Is this a refurbished one? How does it, like, it looks shiny on the outside. Are there any, like, signs that this is maybe not as good, or is it top of the line? Mm, could I get an average mechanics check? Uh, can K1 assist on, uh, given the fact that she does know what Cav's plan is? Maybe they can exchange a couple whispers in either binary or gand. Okay. So then I will be rolling four yellow in a boost versus two purple. Four successes and one advantage. Okay. And you have found that this is, it's not the newest model. It's about five years old, but it looks to be in immaculate condition. All right, you uh, proceed. The Great Thakba wishes to greet and thank the bounty hunter Berwin, an apprentice known as Kev, for bringing in the registered bounty of illicit competitor and thief Bandendoba. If the bounty hunter would present the captured being, we will gladly pay you the agreed-upon 5,000 credits. Well, here's the thing. Um, there was a minor incident involving some electricity, and we only have Doba's body. Which I'm sure we will then present. Or Berwin will like motion for Billy or Cav or somebody to uh, demonstrate that we have a body. I think we, we should should go full Melfina slash River Tam with this. Where she's reeling behind us. It looks like a, a suitcase. And then you kind of spread it. The difference is we're so poor it actually is a suitcase. No, it's 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 at least a crate on some wheels. It's one of Verin's spare suitcases. <laughs> We didn't tell him we used it. The great Thakba understands how difficult it is to bring in bounties. And while this has robbed us of the sport, seeing Doba die in the gladiator pits, we do appreciate the work that went into acquiring the corpse of Doba. The most benevolent Thakba will pay a fee of 3,000 credits and register the bounty as complete upon delivery of the corpse of Doba. Better than what I was expecting. I was expecting a half offer. Yeah, this is a little bit over, so... Okay, then I, then I, am, not, I am not as alarmed, but I'm still going to try to talk it up a little bit. I, I understand that not getting him alive doesn't mean that we're going to get the full, the full bounty, and that's absolutely fine and exactly what a businessman of yourself should do. But still, Toba had some significant infrastructure that we put a stop to so that nobody could take his place and and continue to compete with you so i think i think we could do four thousand respectfully after a little bit of hutties going back and forth between the uh protocol droid and uh diore the protocol droid turns to you and says the illustrious thackbot understands that a competitor has been removed from the field and is for that, and for the acquisition of the corpse of Dopa, that we will pay the total of 3,000 credits. I regret to say that for the corpse of Dopa and the fulfillment of the bounty, that is a firm number. Very well. I understand that, that that's your position, and I can respect you sticking to your, to your guns on that one. Um, Cav nudges Barrowin a bit. Cav, I've got this. Cav is looking kind of nervous and is continuing to, to like do that forced kind of smile. Does the skilled hunter Barrowin have any other business that she wants to bring to the court of the illustrious Thakpa? Yes, there is one more thing. Um, or like seven more things, but they're all the same thing. Okay. Cav kind of holds up a, fi- a second finger like two two things. There is one more thing. We did recover a fair amount of Doba's supply. We're not looking to compete with the great Thakba, of course. So we thought that perhaps we could cut some kind of deal. Turn that over to you. For, of course, a a reasonable price. The great Thakba would be most interested in taking the supply that Doba had and working it into our own supply chain. I am most certain that a price can be agreed upon. And if one wanted to make, say, a negotiation or streetwise check? One would like to make a negotiation check. 
Wait, why why a negotiation or streetwise? It's an illicit good, and streetwise kind of comes up in the rules. Street streetwise is generally used when you're doing stuff on the black market. Um, it's just this is in a hut's lair talking about glitterstim, which is the reason why negotiations kind of coming into this. Um. Okay. Difficulty on this one. Uh, this is going to be an average check. Okay. And yeah, I don't even feel the need to upgrade this one. I just I just want to say. I am looming. Does looming help negotiation? If you're successful, I get to add an advantage because I only have one, one uh, ranking coercion right now. I thought about ranking it up just for loom, but I wasn't sure about that yet. Oh man, we should we should try to make. Can we get the can we get the sky on fire within short range before I make this roll? <laughs> no, sadly no. Okay, note to self: don't let me do negotiations away from the ship. Um. Well, let's see. It's still it's still okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna flip one because I've got I've got some good stuff, but uh, I just I don't want bad things to happen. And I'm not seeing a reason for a despair to show up, so I'm not. Man, I would despair the crap out of this one, but I appreciate not being <laughs> despaired against. <laughs> okay. So, um, nix that threat. Bam. Yeah. So the loom gets rid of the threat. So I was rolling um, two yellows because of Barrowin's negotiation skills, plus a green uh, because of the destiny point against two purples, uh, and came out with three successes and a threat, but because Billy is looming, uh, an advantage is added to the roll, which will cancel out the threat, which leaves us with three successes flat. The Grand Bassetti Diore will be most glad to take the Glitter Stim off of your hands, for a combined total of 10,850 credits. That sounds like a fair price to me. Thank you for your business. And if you have any more that you wish to discuss with the great Thakba, please let Dummel Drudist. Cav is raising a hand. Cav, what do you need? If Cav may, illustrious Thakba, Cav is an offer for this hut's gloriousness. Cav will go in and step forward, hat still in hand. Cav notices the great Thakba takes very good care of Thakba's droids and has exquisite taste when it comes to such automatons. Cav would like to offer to build the great Thakba a droid of Thakba's choosing in exchange for the parts to build such a droid, which... Cav can guarantee Cav can do far cheaper than any other droid tech Thakba has ever met. And a modest profit for Cav of 5,000 credits. Billy, do you know what Cav is talking about? Well, seeing as I don't actually have shoulders, because I just have, like, the top... my I, I kind of do the open hands at my side, like... Rah. If Thakba doesn't speak up immediately, Cav will go ahead and offer up a couple suggestions... Perhaps Thakba requires a new protocol droid, or perhaps a medical droid, or maybe even a droid skilled in the arts of war. Cav could provide any and all. After a few moments, there's rumblings from Thakba, and the protocol droid uh, translates. The considered Thakba thanks you very much for your offer, and they will consider it. If you would be willing to give their regalness a few hours to decide, they will summon you back for their decision. Absolutely. Cav will wait patiently. Take as long as the great and glorious Thakba needs. Cav will do another very awkward curtsy. Okay. And there's a comb that falls over the court. Now that everyone gets a chance to actually look around, I'm wanting Kev and our mystery guest to roll separate average perception checks. Okay. Our mystery guest gets a boost on account of someone was just in the ruddy spotlight. Two failures and a threat. <laughs> Kev is like super freaking nervous. Cav actually isn't like like Christine is nervous. I didn't write any of that out because also I'm a one presence character. Does- I think Cav is super <laughs> nervous here. Because this, okay, we just don't notice. We are terrible. Can, can Billy notice somebody? Well, okay. I don't know what's so, going on. So, Molt goes over to 
the gentle being that I am calling our mystery guest, and directs them to inspect the corpse of Bandon Doba to make sure that it is actually Doba's corpse. Oh my gosh, I hate this role. I hate this role so much. Uh, so I guess the first question is, when the, when the mystery guest steps forward, what does this mystery guest look like? All right. So out of the crowd of random alien species, a averagely tall male Pentoran uh, figure steps out. He is wearing a, a pretty dingy lab coat over a sort of pop, probably was olive green at some point under layer. As he is Pentoran, he has yellow eyes and he has sort of gray, grayish blue, very light hair. Um, and he steps out. Uh, he has a sort of very rudimentary looking scanning device on him attached to some sort of data pad on his on his belt and walks over to the body and starts investigating. It's at this point that Cav gets a good look at the doctor who is investigating, or at least that generally is the assumption of they're investigating a body with a scanner, so... Ansamo? Is that... Is that Ansamo? Cav will start moving towards the doctor. My eyes will get very wide at that. I'm going to look up and squint my eyes in your general direction. Cav will... Uh, Cav already has the hat in hand. Cav will actually take off Cav's sunglasses. Like, that's going to help. <laughs> so, okay, you do have two advantage on this perception role of figuring out, like, there is there is something in your mind twigging on that this is someone that you recognize. It's been a while, though. Yeah, we, we've already discussed some of how Cav has changed in the intervening uh, couple of years. I'm going to look up from the body in Cav's direction and sort of as as... With this sort of look on his face, like, he doesn't really want to be addressing this situation, but he'll he'll say, Cav? Yes, this gand is Cav. Cav will, will approach closer. Looks like Cav is about to go for, like, a hug, but remembers Billy's talking earlier about the, <laughs> during our question segment about the touching, and kind of, like, stops awkwardly. Cav did not know Ensemble worked on this planet. Billy gestures for you to hold your hand out, like, for handshaking. Like, we worked on this. This is... Ah. And Cav will shake your hand oh, with no, both Oh, no, I don't, I don't actually allow that. I sort of flinch back a little bit and shake my head no. Oh. Cav, no, uh... The, the scan is sorry. No, um, I'm just... Can I, can I meet with you in a few minutes? Y yes. Of course, Alan Samuel has work to tend to. The scan apologizes, and Cav will uh, nervously step back in line with Barrowin and Billy. I try to give you a look that's sort of apologetic, but I'm looking around at how everyone else is reacting to this interaction, and I get immediately right back to work. The scanner finishes its scan of the corpse. There is massive electrical damage within the entire uh, nervous system. It does look like there's a shot in the upper chest region from a somewhat powerful blaster pistol. And the testing proves out that, yes, this is the Aquilish Bandin Doba, or a really quickly grown clone, but most likely it's Doba. If I might address the Ill illustrious Thakwa. Most certainly. I have made a determination that this is the subject. The illustrious Thakwa thinks... The bounty hunter, Barrowin, and the apprentice known as Cav. We will proceed to register this now. And it's at that point where the 3PO unit sort of seems to freeze momentarily. It is registered with the guild. Thank you for your service in this matter. And thank you, illustrious Thakpa. Cav grins wide, whatever earlier awkwardness. Uh, with the Pantoran forgotten, and Cav is positively like vibrating with excitement. You think Cav might even break out into the dance if you don't get Cav out of there soon? 
Billy will kind of bow, noticing uh, Cav getting a little wiggly, <laughs> and and say, you know, we we are located at this spaceport hangar bay theta. I don't know. Sounds plausible. Hangar bay purple. Yeah. Sure. Purple theta. Purple theta. I'm going to turn back to Thakba and say, Magnificent Thakba, if it is all right with you, may I be excused to inspect the cargo of which you are hoping to purchase? Most certainly. I release you from your duties at court. The gladiator that you were hired to help has apparently arrived to cease. Thank you very much for your service. Apologies. And I'll, I'll bow and turn to Kav. Will you take me to your ship? Please, follow us. Yeah, without the body, there should be plenty of room in the speeder. Billy will be like, where would you like to put the me to put the body? I'd, I'd like to take our case with us. And it's at that point where Gamorian comes over, and it looks like they're the ones who are routinely having to like clean up the gladiator pit. And they've got a little bit of armor on them, but they don't have any weapons, and they look down. Deserve shrug, squeal as they pick up the uh, corpse, toss it into a fireman's carry, and then walk off. Thank you. Zip, zip, zip. Or the Star Wars equivalent of zipping. The entire time that we're zipping, I am completely uh, face blank, just not addressing Kev. So, you work for a hut. <laughs> Small talk. We're good at it. And it's at this point, like, the court is starting to uh, mingle and talk. The hut has gone off into their office, for lack of a better term, and get, like, the uh, band off in the corner is starting to start up. A few people are starting to mingle in front and whatnot. So Once Thokba is out of sight, Cav like lets out kind of a it's probably not actually a squeal it's the gan equivalent so it's probably a high pitched buzz and actually like like jumps up in the air like just like super excited for a moment just like arms flailing like yes yes cav is a real bounty hunter now this is the best day ever thakba has been anticipating that bounty i'm sure you have pleased him greatly that is good because cav is hoping that thakba will Except Cav's other offer. The the crew of the Sky is on Fire could really use the credits. We just got paid. With a guarantee of paid for a fair amount of credits. And every time the crew gets paid, Barrowin, those credits are gone in an instant. Really? Yes. The crew needs more. The crew needs to get ahead. I think you mean your credits are gone in an instant. Cav, we're, we're doing just fine. We may leave now if you want me to go inspect the... Crate. Y- y- yes, of, of course. Oh, ba- Barrowin, Billy. This is Cav's friend, Anselmo. Anselmo helped Cav out a long time ago. I believe we can have those discussions once we're on your vessel, correct? And screen wipe? You get into the sky on fire, and there's a Rodian who's got their feet kicked up on the uh, Dejaric table, eating... Uh, spiced peas out of a large steel bowl. His helmet. As soon as we get on the ship, I'm going to look around. Uh, just a quick glance to make sure that none of Thakpa's men are still on board. Yeah, no. There, it is just the five of the you. Then I turn around, huge wide smile, and run and hug Kav. <laughs> <laughs> Cav, not expecting this after the earlier brush-off, sort of like stiffens up for a moment before returning the hug. What are you doing here? This is really, really a dangerous place. Cav is a bounty hunter now. I heard. How did that happen? Uh, Cav met Berwin. And then Cav apprenticed to Berwin? Cav actually isn't sure if Berwin had much of a choice. You look wonderful. Cav thinks this being. You... I... I should have... So, uh... I'm going to turn around and, and look at everyone else. Um... Actually, Cav... Sorry, that's used... That's used to call you... Gand. Um... 
Cav is is actually a little bit incorrect about my name. Um, I apologize, Cav. Um, my name is actually. Did Anselmo earn another name? <laughs> um, it's very complicated, and I'm very happy to sit down with you and explain everything. But for all of your your friends' purposes, I am Vastrano. Well, Vastrano, it's um very nice to meet you. I don't think I've met any of Cav's friends before. That's that's a surprise. What? Cav is a wonderful. Cav has friends everywhere. I didn't say you didn't. I simply implied it. <laughs> Vastrano just looks confused because Cav is delightful and must have so many friends, but doesn't does not voice this. How do you two know each other exactly? Well, that is a bit of uh, a personal uh, matter. That doctor patient. Uh... Oh, all right. Cav was dying, and Vastrano <laughs> helped. <laughs> Helped Cab not die. Yes. Good enough for me. Um, I guess you still need to inspect our cargo uh, so that Thakba doesn't get anxious. Oh, right. I mean, is it there? I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it. It is it is in the food crates. So Vastrano works for Thakba. That that is is a current situation. Yes. You can see I'm sweating. I'm going to kind of wipe my forehead off. Is Vastrano in trouble? No. Oh, good. Where Where are you all off to next? It's hard to say, really. We're um just kind of finishing up this job, and we'll see about what the next one is. That's that's very exciting. It's life. Oh, um, Cav, um, you know, maybe I should look at the boxes. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to get, you know, if it's... If it's just full of grass or something. <laughs> Question, Ben. Yo. Um, can I make like a knowledge underworld and or streetwise check to kind of eyeball the demeanor that like the context that we've seen the Strano in and see what works for kind of actually means if I can pick up on context clues? I will go with yes. It's gonna actually be a easy check. A one purple check. Though in this case, I will upgrade it. Because I feel like it. I don't mind you giving back that point. It's not like I've got three of them. Okay. Okay, so do you have a preference between um, knowledge or streetwise? In this case, it really feels a lot more like a streetwise thing. Thank you. All right. So Billy's just kind of going to do some thinking to the tune of two yellows, a green, a red. Despair. No. One success to advantage. Stupid green die. Stupid red die. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I'm actually going to let Brit fill in this because it's more... Yes, you are able to figure out what that's meant, and a bit more deeper detail on account of the two advantages. But it's entirely been off of Vestrano's body language and actions. Right, just real quick, Brett, you have context for Billy's history, right? To a certain degree, up until episode six. Well, I mean, she's she's experienced with the underworld because she was oh, yes, yes, a absolutely. dealer at, yeah. So, um... Oh yeah, no, I was just, gonna, that's fine, yeah. I was just going to say, for for context of how she would be viewing it, it would be um, in the command servant, the the relationship between the two of you, like your direct interactions, how you responded to the command, your your nerves and whatnot. That would be the lens through which she would be interpreting it. Right. All right. Um, I think that you probably would have picked up on the bit about the uh, gladiator um, and you probably also saw, you know, how resistant he was to showing any sort of friendship with Cav while she was still doing her job. And the ways that she he wow, misgendering my own character. Uh he was referring to the hut were incredibly nervous, um just basically a, a mess. And not not very practiced necessarily in how to address the the hut at this point you think that because of this that he's definitely not a slave because anybody that still acted like that 
and was a slave would have had a hard time. So you assume it's a sort of doctor in the employ situation. Okay, but not necessarily your idea? Oh, no. Especially since I was, he was very concerned with how anybody else was sort of seeing the situation. Maybe ratting him out sort of thing. So the you, the gladiator was, I think the comment was the gladiator arrived dead? Correct. Yeah, Fakba wanted to throw Doba into the gladiator pits. And how. So it would seem that I'm probably, you know, the medic on call for gladiator inspections. Is Cav wandering off with Vistrano to check that the crates aren't full of grass? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Cav is, is all too happy to show the uh, the crates to Vistrano and is just prattling on away. Um, like You can definitely tell Cav is very friendly with them because Cav is just rattling on about like basically this last job, just providing more detail than is usually wise to business contacts uh, to a point that even Cav normally isn't that bad, but... And and Vistrano is equally in kind as um as friendly with Cav. You can see at before they leave, I I sort of pull at Cav's collar and make a sort of joke about you know their fashion these days and that sort of thing. Very very friendly. Cav, Cav looks good, doesn't Cav? Like we continue talking as we are leaving, and I think our camera I guess settles back on on Billy and Barrowin. So um. As the, the two kind of walk out, Billy watches them go and then looks at Berwin and, and says, Do you believe we have room for one more on the ship? And we have a couple unoccupied quarters. I dare say Vistrano may be joining us. That'll be up to him. There's not a good situation here. I'm not going to press gang somebody into being part of the crew, Billy. I am not suggesting that we engage in such behavior, merely that we perhaps could offer assistance. If they want it. Indeed. I would not presume to force anything upon a being. Sometimes people get into um, bad situations, but for reasons that are important to them, Billy. We don't know enough yet to uh, decide we know what's best for Cav's friend. Very well. She just leaves. She's not good at ending conversation. She just very well walks away. We kind of pick back up on the other half of the, uh, like the the close conversation with Cav uh, makes a remark about how Vestrano could use a new lab coat by all appearances. It's very dusty here, you know. It's it does the job. How about you? You, I, your, your carapace looks incredible. The plates are just. You look very healthy. I'm, I'm very happy for you. This again, thanks, Vestrano. Being aboard the Skies on Fire has been good for Cav. Plenty of food and plenty of adventures and not as much credits, but the, the crew is working on fixing that. It's just, I, I really think you probably want to get away from here as soon as you can. Are you sure you want to build him something? The crew could use the credits. Cav has plans for them, plans that will that will help to protect Cav's clan, not the Cav clan, but this clan, Cav's family. The last situation the crew was in was rather dangerous, and Cav knows the crew got lucky. Could have ended up much worse. Vistrano looks sort of thoughtful. Just, uh... Just make sure you don't promise him more than you can really deliver immediately. Just make sure you get it all sort of solidified exactly what it is you're promising. Cavwell, why does Vistrano work for Thakba? Is it an ongoing contract, or is Vistrano here to complete a job and then Vistrano will be moving on? Perhaps Vistrano will be returning to Donos? I really hope so. As soon as I can, but it'll be a while, I think. Oh. Well, if Vistrano ever needs a lift, Vistrano can always call the skies on fire. And I and I absolutely will. I I didn't mean to I should have I'm sorry. It's okay. What what is wrong? Nothing's wrong. I just feel badly for not telling you where I was. I didn't think you'd ever find out. 
Is Vastranum embarrassed by being on this planet? Cat is confused. Vastrano is very embarrassed by being on this planet. I am very embarrassed by being on this planet. See, I knew your your way of talking where it becomes Yeah, um can we look at the crates? Vastrano doesn't have to stay. I do. For now. But don't worry about it. Let's look at the crates. Does Vastrano need credits? No. Cav Cav could pass on some credits to Vastrano. No, no, no. No. That's very sweet. Okay. Cav will go in and, and open up one of the, the crates, showing off the, the glitter stone. Actually, Cav probably is very careful with it. Cav's not an idiot. Cav will turn off all of the lights. Uh, I don't know if we actually have a set of scanner goggles or anything like that aboard, but I... I... Yeah, I'm figuring that there is some variation that, yeah, scanner goggles would be in the ship or something. Okay. Then then Cav will actually pass those over to uh, Vastrano. And I'll I'll inspect it. And it looks like as you do a random sampling of the glitter stim, it looks like actual glitter stim. The sort of crystalline threads of the glitter stim are there inside each of the tubules, ready to be crushed and breathed. Well, this checks out. Thakwa will be very pleased. That is good. All right. Well, um, I suppose I should probably go uh, go back and tell him. Uh, yes, uh, of course, but um, Cav will have to return to the palace in a couple of hours. Cav would like to see Vistrano before the sky is on fire departs. I had forgotten that part. Um, you know, I could probably stay a few minutes. Do you want to get something to eat or something? Always. Yes, Cav is starving. Cav was fasting all morning to fit into this dress. That is really not good for you. The the fasting, not the dress. The dress is lovely. This game was trying to make a good impression. And I'm sure you did. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and I'm at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, and Cav on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, and Night with a K. You can find me, Brandon, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. I'm Leslie at GS, And I'm Britt at Atomic Firebird. We are all at TheHydeanWay.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash Way, Or donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash Way. Calf looks good, doesn't Calf? Like, we continue talking as we are leaving, and I think our camera, I guess, settles back on, on Billy and Barrowin. And the way that I'm kind of wanting to play this at this point is us splitting into the more cold ones. And okay. considering the train... I'm thinking of... <laughs> yeah, that's tray number three. <laughs> so the, 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 the camera pulls back to show Barrowin and Billy and then's like... Wait, yeah, one, no, of, never like one of us starts to talk two. and then the train whistle just drowns out our, our words. And you just yeah. like wait for a little while as, it, as the camera holds on us. Like Maybe, maybe the train whistling is coming camera. from Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's actually coming from uh, Vrebo who's had too many hot peas. And so his ears are starting to smoke. Now, now that's one joke. I actually end up having to cut from the Halloween episode because we still haven't gotten there yet in the normal episodes. No. <laughs> <laughs> the special, the special anniversary release of the. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, when, when when the special edition of the of the season comes out, that can be back in. And then, of course, like also in this episode, um, we wouldn't get Cav out of the place before. Cav started dancing, and so there would be this whole dance number 
uh, <laughs> thought uh, was uh, a, another musical cab just number wasn't to complement the previous rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where I look on in horror and horror and try to melt into yeah, the all the CGI would be really like bad. Um, I mean, it would look impressive at the time, but it would <laughs> age badly. Uh, like as you come in, uh, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming that Cav is like undoing a button or two, and as you, <laughs> as Cav, <laughs> uh, there's there's a number of ways that could be taken. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Rebo is I was more thinking Rebo would just How many toss, times have like, we told Cav. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Rebo just tossing overhand a uh, biscuit to Cav. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, we're not that close. <laughs> I was just sort of thinking, like, nom, any, nom, nom, nom. anyone in a suit after sort of the formalities are done. Are, it's the loosening like, the tie, like basically. Yeah. I know what, you what were I was talking going about for. Yeah. But, yeah. Bunch of dirty people. <laughs> You people in your space smut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>